Hi, you are listening to the Play With Susie podcast. This podcast runs in conjunction with the Play With Susie website, which can be found at www.susiecline.com. That's www.susiecline.com. Welcome to the podcast, and let's start having fun. Welcome to episode two of the Play With Susie podcast. Someone asked me a question, why Play With Susie? I named my website Play With Susie because I wanted people to have fun with creativity. In my past, I have taught several different kinds of art classes. I was a stamping up demo for a while. I taught lamp working classes and fused glass classes. I've done a little bit of knitting teaching And one thing I always wanted to stress was that creativity should be fun. There are no mistakes in art, I tell people. It would be amazing how many people would get so frustrated doing rubber stamping because they weren't doing it right. And I really, really, really didn't want people to feel that way. Because creativity should be fun, it should be freeing, it should be spur of the moment. We're not talking art theory or getting art degrees here, we're talking about nice ways to relax and create pretty things. Play with Susie is a a place you can come to be creative without feeling the pressure of being perfect, something we all could use in our lives. And I want to help everybody do something creative every single day of your life. Keep an art journal, keep something going, some project you work on all the time. Let's work on this together. If you have ideas for creative things you can do, to keep your blood flowing and your mind moving, let me know. Make comments on the website or send me an email. This is something we can do together, something we can grow with. Hopefully we'll all get a whole lot more creative. I have some good news this week. I told you before that Kelly and I had gone to String Theory Yarn Studio in Glen Ellen, Illinois to vote on the knitting things. And I did not realize that we were voting on the fan favorite the cutest shrug won and guess who won the knitting contest yay me i won and then when kelly told me that the winner was selected by the staff of the yarn store that made it even just a little better i was a little more excited i mean i i would have loved to have won on votes but i did something good with my knitting i still haven't picked it up but when i do i'm going to get pictures taken and the pattern written up i'll probably make another one just to check out my pattern and see how it works up in another yarn. I picked something up when Fishbed Knitting in East Dundee was closing. A different kind of yarn. Can't remember what it was, but I picked it up especially for the cowl, and I'll try it in that. I think my prize is a $50 gift certificate to the store, which is fine because I was eyeballing some $34 Escane Lorna's laces that I would never justify buying But with the prize money, oh yeah, that sock yarn will be mine. And it was in a beautiful, like, oceany, blue, turquoise, green colorway. So I cannot wait to get my fingers on that. I'm also going to pick up some white wool, or ivory wool, or some beige, because I'm going to make a Christmas stocking. I'm going to do it in that color. So that'll be fun. I can't wait to go and do that. We're supposed to do that soon. Kelly and I are going to run down to string theory and pick up our pieces and I can get some yarn. Yay, I'm so excited. Of course I have a lot of projects on the needles as usual. Still trudging away on that wingspan. Haven't really worked on it a lot. I haven't gone anywhere with my knitting to take it with and I haven't been working on it in the house. 
but I'm still doing that. I still have my socks for a stranger. I'm actually getting a little farther on them. I've been working on those in the house during the day. I am past the toes, just doing the plain boring knitting until I get to the hinge where I will start using cat board he sweet tomato heel. I've done that heel once on a pair of socks and loved, loved, loved it, so I can't wait to do it again. I have to refresh my memory on how it's done before I can even begin to vaguely explain it to people. It's in the last Occupied book, not, not the current one that just came out, the one before that where they explain it completely. Basically, it's turn with the same amount of stitches. She has a way of explaining how to pick up the stitch when you turn, when you do your wrap and, and I don't even think you wrap and turn, you just turn. But it's amazing. I'm not going to ruin it with anything else. I started my Malice in Wonderland shawl. I actually finished Clue 1 before the deadline, before Clue 2 came. And it's knitting up really pretty. We started with three stitches and somehow we are up to 232, 36 or something like that already. It was amazing. I had to do some ripping out because I messed up in places. I had to do some fixing, which was good. Get a little crochet hook out and ladder those stitches back up. Somehow I managed to drop a couple along the way. But I fixed it. It looks pretty good. It was even in a way where it was a slip-slip knit. You can't tell when you look at it, so I think I corrected it right. From what I understand, the next part is going to be a little more challenging. It's lace knit back and forth, not just front side lace where then you purl back. There's actually stitches on both sides, so I'm a little nervous about that. But I have my removable stitch markers in hand, and I'm ready to hit the ground running. As soon as I get a free evening, we've been busy. Took Jim's mom out to dinner last night, and tonight is the open house for Aaron's school, so we're going to that. So I pretty much not have a chance to even start the new thing. So hopefully tomorrow night, tomorrow, I will get things going and get started. I like my yarn. I did get the knit picks. I used a marble heather palette, it's a gray, and the heart stroll fingering, which is a variegated red. It has red, purple, burgundy in there. It's a really, really pretty variegated yarn. I wish my gray had been just a tiny bit darker, but it's, it's fine the way it is. I completely stole the color combo from my knitting friend Sherry. She was knitting Stephen West's Spectra in a variegated red and gray colorway, so I stole it and love it. I also have my Shibumi cardigan going. I'm doing that in a Barocco, which I didn't even realize was acrylic until I started it. I thought I had a wool, but it's super washed, so that's good for me because the idea of constantly hand washing a sweater is kind of overwhelming to me. So super wash, I can do that. Maybe I can stick it in the washer a couple of times and see how it goes. But it's really pretty, and it is a Vera Sanon. And I don't know if you have ever knitted one of her patterns before, but honestly, when I start them, I am looking at it, and I'm thinking, how the heck is this going to work? But it always does. I did her A-line over the summer, Sabrina A-line pullover. And she has a way of, you start at the back at the top, you knit down, then you come to a part where you you knit your back, then you go to you go to the shoulders, you pick up stitches, you knit each side, then you pick up, you knit in the round and you finish off. So it's very I can't even explain it, but when I start looking at these, I never understand how they're going to work out, but they do. 
Like I always say to people, just follow the instructions and don't think about it. They'll work out. Also have been working on a linen stitch bag that a Ravelry friend has designed and put through. I have not had a lot of time to devote to it because of all my other projects and other stuff going on around the house. I'm not a fan of the linen stitch. It's kind of tedious. I know she had mentioned it in the notes that it was a very tedious, and she liked it because it made a nice tight fabric, but boy, you knit and you knit and you knit, and it doesn't seem like you're knitting at all. And if you happen to be off on your knit count, you get a really strange eye cordish tube thing going on. If you continually slip the same stitches the whole way up, it pulls them up. It's coming along. Those are my projects. I did finish the Wendy's Lace Shawl. Oh my gosh, it turned out so good. It fits perfect. It's a gorgeous color. It blocked gorgeously. I'm really, really happy I did it. And I will do Wendy's Shawl Knit Along again next summer if she has one. I just enjoy her patterns and love them. I might even get to wear my shawl this weekend with a dress. We are going to a wedding. We never dress up, so this is a big opportunity. I did buy a shawl, a shrug to go with the dress, but I might wear the shawl if it's a little, if it's warm enough. Although it's Illinois, and yesterday it was a 90 degrees and burning hot, and today it's like 60 degrees and chilly out. We'll see what happens by Saturday. It could be snowing. It could be tropical heat wave. I'm very excited because at the end of the month I'm going to go with Kelly to Morris, Illinois and go to an Amy Herzog Fit to Flatter class. She's teaching an all-day class on Sunday down there. We managed to get signed up and I'm so excited because I follow her in Ravelry. I have the PDF downloads of her blog posts on how to fit but I am a much more visual learner. I have to see somebody do it Somebody explains it to me. So if I can do that, it, it would be a lot easier. I am looking really looking forward to that class because as I follow along on the Ravelry group and she's answering questions to people and explaining things, she has some really great ideas for fit that I can't wait to start using on garments because who wants to spend all that time knitting something that doesn't fit? As Susie and Kelly Adventure Day, those are usually pretty dangerous will come out of it okay at the other end. The only thing about it is you have to wear tight fitting pants and top so that you can reveal your figure. Well, my figure is round. That will be a little uncomfortable, but I'll plod through it. I did want to talk about one of my addictions. I have an addiction to knitting bags. I love knitting bags. I love a gorgeous bag that could be used as a knitting bag. For the longest time I carried everything around in shopping bags, you know, like from Target or something. Then I heard someone say, why would a knitter carry her bag around in an ugly bag when she has access to such beautiful bags? And then I got bitten and I'm carrying things around in nice bags now. I have my Shibumi cardigan in a Vera Bradley. Love Vera Bradley. Of course, I love the Vera Bradley outlet much more than Vera Bradley full price. But I always have my eyes open for bags that could be used for knitting. Yesterday, I came across a bunch at Target in the purse area. They were having a buy one, get one half off. And they have all their like laptop bags and work totes for women and just bigger purses and weekend bags and you know those would be perfect for knitting and they don't cost a hundred dollars like some of the knitting bags right now one of my favorite knitting bags is 
I think it was called the Diddy Bag from Vera Bradley, and it's got a drawstring top on it. It's perfect for my socks for a stranger because it holds the two skeins of yarn perfectly, the whole project in there. I've got my knitting gauge in there and the book with the knitting pattern in it, and everything fits nicely in there. I did get some Boyd bag, no, Boy, B-O-Y-E bags at Walmart. They were like $1.97 a piece. There are these nylon bags, and they were in the yarn section of Walmart, and I put each skein of yarn in there so they would stop tangling so much. The It has a strap on the outside, so you could just use the one bag as itself, but I got two of them, put each skein of yarn in there, so they're contained and not as apt to get tangled up, because I knit my socks two at a time, and sometimes I end up with just this rat's nest of yarn, because I don't pay attention to alternating my turns. I end up turning them all the same way, I end up getting the yarn caught between the needles when I crisscross them, and this just keeps them easier and neater and works so much better. It would be perfect for a one bag, a one skein project. It's big enough that you could carry it around. I mentioned that I would be sticking my pattern book for, I've decided to do a cable up the side, or a faux cable actually, up the side of the socks for a stranger. So it'll be plain up until the heel. After the heel, I will start doing the, the cables, and I will do one on the inner leg and the outer leg right at the ankle. And a lot of times, instead of carrying along the whole pattern book or making a photocopy of it, I have been taking pictures of it with my iPhone. And then I have my phone, so no matter where I go, I can pull it out, and I have it there. And I also have a knit counting app on my iPhone, and I think it's called Knitting Bag Simple. And that works perfectly to just do the simple counts. But having it, having the lace pattern or the cable pattern actually right there on my phone means that wherever I go, I will have it with me. Because I take my phone with me everywhere. It goes upstairs, downstairs, out in the backyard. It's easy to carry. I like to have it with me. And having that there as a picture, perfect. So what are you knitting on? Anything new? Is it, is it cool by you so you're pumped to start knitting sweaters or Christmas things? Oh, and have you started your Christmas knitting? I normally don't do Christmas knitting because I am completely unorganized and kind of slow right now at knitting, so I don't get a lot done. I have no plans to knit anything. Except Jim. I want to make him a sweater vest. I'm kind of obsessed with putting Jim in a sweater vest. Jim is 5'10", very thin, and he fits in clothes very well. You could dress him up like a little Ken doll. He's, he, he dresses up so nicely. It's so much fun to buy him clothes because he looks so nice on them and they fit him perfectly. But I just think a sweater vest would be really cool. And I'm kind of picturing it in some beigey colors and stripes maybe v-neck. He could wear a t-shirt under it or a dress shirt with rolled up sleeves. It would be perfect. So I have to dig up some kind of pattern for that and I could make him that for Christmas. I figure he's not going to listen to this podcast so he won't know. I could also whip him up another pair of socks. Aaron wants red socks. The only red yarn I have at sock yarn I have at home is cashmere. And for some reason, making a pair of socks for a 13-year-old boy whose feet are going to continue growing in cashmere just doesn't seem like a practical thing to do. 
The one pair of socks I knit him has been in a Red Heart Super Saver. Lordy, those socks will last forever. I did them as long tube socks, and they still fit him. He's still wearing them, so that's nice to see. But, you know, that knitting up Red Heart Super Saver as a sock, it was kind of like knitting steel wool or something. Oh, I read a good book. Well, I just finished reading Zoo, James Patterson and Michael Ledwidge. It was scary. You will never look at the animals in your home or the vermin in your neighborhood the same way ever again. But you got to read it. It's a good one. Thanks for listening. This is Susie Klein of Play With Susie, and I look forward to getting together with you next time. Check out www.susiekline.com for information about today's episode. I will include links and pictures as appropriate. Again, that is www.susiekline.com. Go and have some fun. Be creative. Music by Kevin McLeod.